Hello, my name is Neil Pettigrew. I am the Vice President of Exploration and a Director of Palladium One, and I'm here today to talk about our high-grade nickel-copper property, the Tycho Project in Ontario, Canada. Right. Uh, good to see you, Neil. Good to see you again. Uh, we had a good session last time out um, with you as well. Look, saw the press release. I'm actually just trying to actually understand what it means or what it, what, it, what it could mean. So tell us what you've done and what you've seen, and maybe we'll get into what it means. Yeah, so um, this was really our first news from the summer field program, and we have been very busy out there doing a lot of the basic work. So as we've said previously, this is a very early stage project that has no regional mapping by the Ontario Geological Survey. And so we were out doing a lot of prospecting, mapping, soil sampling, and basically confirming our geological model, which is that there is a lot of unrecognized conoliths on the property. These feeder dikes are conoliths that uh, I think are controlling the high-grade mineralization that we've seen thus far. And this news release has shown some highly anomalous soils over top of one of these interpret conoliths. Okay, uh, conolith, what's that? Why is that good? A conolith is, uh, is a fancy word. I should use feeder dikes because people recognize that. Basically, it is the conduit system, the plumbing, if you may, that brought the magma up and fed, which was probably a much larger intrusion, which has now gone to erosion. And it's that plumbing system um, where you get these high-grade copper-nickel sulfite deposits. Right, okay. So what you're saying, okay, so there's like a feeder system um, between West Pickle and RJ zone, right? So just to remind people, West Pickle, we were seeing grades of, you know, 10.4% nickel, which is exceptional, and 3.4% copper, which is exceptional, and a whole bunch of other, host of, host of other uh, commodity so obviously it's a bit early days here. So are you saying you have found or you expect to find similar sorts of grades here 10 and a half kilometers away? I expect to find more uh, larger tonnage in this area. So we have flown the entire property with uh, Geotech VTEM Max system, very sensitive system, but it only finds you know, massive sulfide or semi-massive at the least. So if you have uh, disseminated blebby or even net texture sulfide, that won't be seen by that technique. And so I think we're going to find um, material that's more in that blebby to net texture than this area. And the soil anomalies are actually quite high. They are actually higher copper nickel soil anomalies than we have over our smoke lake zone. So, so they're very encouraging. Which was what? Which was what? I think we had about 565 ppm nickel. In this one, we have 785 ppm nickel. So, you know. And again, in language people understand, you know, what does that convert into? That converts into um, parts per million. So it is a concentration. To give you an idea of the background, the background nickel in this area is sort of like less than 20 uh, ppm, right? So these things are way over um, background. And uh, actually, if you had a 100 ppm nickel anomaly, that would be considered highly anomalous. So these things are, you know, kind of an off the scale anomaly. And so this is why we're quite excited is that this is a very strong indication that there is minimization in this area. Right. So what do you, what do you do about that? Because mostly when companies come in and talk about, you know, soil anomalies, they go, people's eyes glaze over and they go, well, so what? It's super early. It doesn't mean anything. What does it say to you, you know, the guy, the, the guy on the ground, I'm um, seeing these sorts of numbers and he can convert into, you know, high grade, but You've got a fair bit of work to do. So you're going to give us the best results, but you're going to need to say, well, no, we're going to try and demonstrate this, the scale of this. We, we can fi find it and we can 
shows you that it will be big. So what, what are you going to do to be able to do that, to be able to have a conversation with us? So we're very systematic here at Palladium One, and this is what served us so well, is that instead of just rushing in to drill an undeveloped target, we really work at investing and developing the targets. And so this target has had high-resolution mag flown this year. It has had soils done over it. It has mapping and prospecting, and we are going into a ground uh, MT survey as well. And so at that point, you will have an extremely refined target, and that's what gives you the success rate with the drill bit. So we are going to drill this target this year, um, but that won't be for another probably month and a half, two months until we get the results of this MT survey to further refine that. So rushing in and drilling your targets is a sure way of missing unless you're very confident exactly where it is. And so the soils um, have worked exceptionally well at Typho. Smoke Lake, our really high grade zone that really kicked us off in 2020, sort of changed the dynamic of this property. That was a soil anomaly that uh, confirmed an old EM anomaly. West Pickle was also confirmed with soils. Um, it is a reliable, if, as you say, old-fashioned technique. It requires a lot of manpower, but that's a direct measurement of what's out there, right? So it is a very useful technique, even today's day and age. But, right, okay, so you're going to have to fund that drilling when you you know make, make that call, press, press the button. Um, have you had discussions yet about, well, how much drilling, or is it a case of let's, we, we, we need to assess the data before we work out how many holes, how many meters, et cetera? Well, we have actually a pretty good treasury for this project. Recall that we raised $5 million in flow through um, just before uh, the end of last year. And so that is going to be expended on this property this year. So the amount of drilling we're looking at probably somewhere in the range of, I don't know, maybe 4,000 meters, because we are starting a little later. We feel we need to get these soil samples back. Um, and we have many, as I said, over 5,000, and we're just starting to get them back now. So we need to have that data before we drill. So we're looking at drilling this fall at this point, right? So this means that you know, we are looking at drilling a reasonable number of meters, but you know we might be tripping over into 2024 with the drill program. Right, okay. And, and the Again, I appreciate this early, but I just need a sort of sense of you know how efficient, how effective those those meters, those dollars in the ground are going to be in terms of what you're hoping to find. Because obviously, you previously in this was it West Pickle, some of those super high grade nickel nickel copper trends, but it was over you know two two and a half meters, right? You got to do the bulk stuff. You got to be able to say, well, potentially we're heading mineralization, which is economic we're not chasing narrow high grade veins we're we've kind of got some bulk tonnage going on here so again how how does the data inform how you go about doing something like to capture the market's interest well you're quite right many of those super high grades as they are in this world are often not over you know 100 meters wide those things were in a anything from two to three to five meters However, those things are really nice stopes added into a larger mine complex. And so this area that we've identified the soil anomaly is only less than a kilometer from that. So if we have a tidy little pit out here, um, that really changes the economics, right? And so that's sort of what we're looking this summer is that, okay, we found the high grade. Yes, that showed up in the VTEM, but I think that there is more of the bulk tonnage that we're going to come out of this year. And so that's the discovery that we're looking to make with the drill bit this fall. Right, and and then so so therefore you you you're having to actually say I think I know the type of company we're trying to build. If this if this nickel copper you know and other commodities is polymetallic uh, minerals are to come out of the ground, we know the type of company we're gonna have, we're gonna be 
building as a result or someone else is going to be building more, more likely um so again does, does that how does that shape you know the the how the where the when that you go drilling because there's no point in kind of creating a a company which is not going to be attractive to take out no, or you're, or you're always out, trying right? to uh, find an economic deposit as i like to remind my many geologists it's not enough to find mineralization you have to find ore right and so that's why i'm saying that we're looking for significant tonnage this summer right so i mean if we had found out here with the drill bit this fall you know uh because this soil anomaly is over 1.3 kilometers that would be a substantial area of mineralization and that could really change the dynamics because we already have high grade at smoke and at west pickle so you have two very high grade zones if you had a bulk tonnage zone to make up the tonnage then all of a sudden you are in the realm of an economic deposit Right. Okay. It is very much guiding our actions. Great. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Commercial uh, um, explorers, we like that. Uh, rare. <laughs> I just had a conversation with the explorer. I had to remind them as well that you know, it's about making money. Um, okay. Okay. So that so that's kind of that's kind of good. With regards to what's happening in the marketplace, and I appreciate you may or may not have a, a view on this one. Obviously, um, copper and nickel kind of went went on a run last year. And it's sort of sort of hitting hitting these kind of um, bottoms at, at, at the moment, um, these, these higher lows, as, as we say, uh, at the moment, your expectation of, you know, the market pricing, what it's going to be able to do for you, do you think exploration companies are the beneficiaries of price, price moves in the market, demand drivers in the market, or is it really just a case of, you know, getting the drill bit in there and then showing that you've kind of, you've got potential uh, for you know to find you know economic amounts of this of these metals, whichever whatever you're chasing. Well, I think as you would say, it's a very good buying opportunity in the market, right? So, I mean, the uh, I don't think it's any secret that the junior market, especially, has not had a very good year thus far. The summer has been unkind. Um, we are quite fortunate, played in one, in that we do have a very healthy treasury, not only the flow through, but a substantial hard dollars war chest, and so we have the luxury to be able to do this uh, systematic work during these times and prepare ourselves for when the market does turn around. And I do believe it will. Like the uh, the need for these critical minerals is real. You know, you hear a lot about critical minerals this and critical minerals that. But at the end of the day, we do need a lot more metal in order for this green transition. And these are first world, you know, high grade nickel copper resources, sulfide resources for nickel especially. And so I do think that there will be a uh, premium for these things in the future. Right now, it's hard to say with the way the market is going, there's very little that is actually getting any kind of uh, reward. And so, as I said, we're really working at doing the work systematically and getting these things ahead and that we do believe the valuation will come. 